song is an open letter to my fans. Electric Candy, in association with Channel 4.5 Productions, presents Assault and Flattery with Joel Dameron. Dear hipster glasses, I see all the black players wear at NBA press conferences, which are ironically also worn by preppy white girls on Facebook. And welcome to Assault and Flattery. I am your host, Joel Dameron, and I'm coming to you live from the Assault and Flattery studios here in glorious Durant, Oklahoma. Ladies and gentlemen, to say that we're at an uh, interesting time in American history uh, would be an understatement. Obviously, uh, people say that uh, lately because they're really talking about uh, the fiasco that's going on within the White House, and um, I think uh, I'm just going to talk about that a little bit today, folks, because uh, there's some stuff that's just on my mind, some things that came about recently as of yesterday. Uh, I don't know when it is that you're listening to this podcast, I don't know when Landry will release it, but I recorded it on May 18th, um, it's May 18th, and uh as of May 17th, we found out that uh, Democratic Senator Al Green of Texas uh, has nominated Donald Trump for impeachment. And uh, I mean, you know, we all saw this coming, folks. I mean, this is this is something that's inevitable. Um, Donald Trump is a is a is a joke. Um, He's a he's a joke of a, of a person. Um, he's a joke of a politician, and uh, he's definitely a joke of a uh, president. But uh, we all saw this coming. We knew it was going to happen. It was inevitable, and uh, they just needed someone from Senate to nominate him for impeachment. I don't even know if it's called nominating, but that's basically what what needed to be done in order for it to even be considered by Congress. Um, of course, the last time that this uh, almost happened was uh, Bill Clinton, and then the time before that was Richard Nixon. It's only happened twice in American history. Um, Richard Nixon, of course, uh, quit before he could be <laughs> impeached, because he definitely would have had that ass impeached. And then Clinton... Uh, I, I, I was alive for that. I, I don't, uh, I mean, I think he, uh, decided to bow out too or something. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, I was reading an article recently about this and, uh, this was just a, f a few days ago after I recorded the last podcast, I was reading an article by a prominent political analyst and a figure who I think is even, a senator of some sort, but he was saying that um, at that time that uh, this was right after Trump had fired the FBI director Comey, um, and he was saying Trump being impeached or at least being nominated for impeachment was inevitable. It was going to happen. It wasn't a question of of uh, if. It was a question of when, and that. At some point in the very near future, a senator was finally going to step up and do it. Now, his thing was whether the Republicans uh, in Congress would willingly vote out their own guy. 
But he thought uh, with the midterm elections only a year away that uh, and Trump doing so badly in his first 100 days that it was inevitable and that uh, the whole Comey firing was just the last straw. Uh, he just, uh, he said, you know, it was going to happen uh, and... Uh, it was just a matter of time. And then yesterday happens and uh, somebody nominated him. Somebody stepped up and uh, it was uh, Senator Al Green from Texas. And um, it was a lovely, lovely delivery. Very fiery, very reminiscent of Martin Luther King. Uh, he stood up there and had that very rhythmic voice. And he said, our democracy, our democracy. Our democracy is at risk, ladies and gentlemen, as long as this man remains in the White House. It was very, uh, it was almost like a Baptist preacher, um, which I think is good because of all the Republicans that are up there. Maybe they could hear that and, and take it seriously, but they won't. They won't. They won't because uh, it was a black man and because uh, it was an odd black man and because he was delivering a fiery sermon style uh speech his uh his his whole speech will inevitably um be forgotten because i think that um a lot of white people especially um white people that are from the south um especially white people that are racist and from the south i think they will tend to focus on the manner in which Al Green delivered his speech. I don't mind it. I, 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 uh, I thought it was good. Uh, but uh, I like that kind of fiery delivering speeches that means something that people get up and they get in arms about. Ladies and gentlemen of Congress, this will not stand. This man is not above the law. I, I, I like that kind of speech and I think we benefit from hearing that kind of fiery speech that that's what's missing from politics politicians are so bad at speaking now they're so used to just standing up there like robots and speaking that they just stand there and deliver bullshit and it just you're, you're just supposed to take it and, and and that's one of the things that Republicans got tired of it's part of the reason why they voted uh, for Trump um, Hillary Clinton is perhaps uh, one of the worst about that, and she is perhaps uh, one of the worst speakers. Um, I uh, also really don't like old, uh, old Freaky Friday. What's his name? Um, the, 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 the guy, Ted Cruz. I hate Ted Cruz speaking, too, because he speaks like this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem that needs to be addressed. And we need to charge the White House and take control. I, I, he's just an awful, awful speaker. He's very funny looking as well. He's, uh, it's, uh, it's hard to take someone seriously when they look so ridiculous. And I think that's the problem that we'll, 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 we'll see with uh, the Al Green speak, uh, speech and the fallout of him doing. Is I think a lot of white people are going to be kind of uncomfortable with uh, that whole thing because he just, he just spoke very uh, pastorish and he sounded like a black man when he spoke. <laughs> 
And for some reason, white people are always uncomfortable when a black person speaks like a uh, quote-unquote black person. Um, and make no mistake about it, folks. It, it is a black way of speaking. I don't want to insinuate that stereotypes don't uh, exist or aren't a thing. Stereotypes exist because they are a thing. Because you can quantify a majority uh, and say that that's what they do when they do it. Now, some, obviously, stereotypes are ridiculous, but we're not here to talk about that. I just, I'm just predicting that there will be a lot of white people that just felt like maybe, you know, he should have delivered it better. I just, I just felt like it was inelegant. It just wasn't very elegant, and I feel like, you know, he could have done a better job of making his point, um, in spite of the fact that, in spite of the fact that, that Donald Trump has the lowest approval rating in the history of, well, approval ratings, um, his approval rating is actually lower than Richard Nixon's. And, and Richard Nixon committed basically high treason. So, uh, you know, in spite of that, there will be people uh, who will probably be white people that will that will gripe about uh, Senator Al Green's method of delivery and the way he delivered it. And they will try to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that it is a matter of, of speech ethics and that it is a matter of, of, of a public speaking and, 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 you know, all of that, all of that stuff. But I took like four speech classes in college, folks, and I aced all of them, okay? It's, it's not going to be a matter of, of speech ethics or, or speech stylings or anything like that. It's going to be a matter of racism is what it's going to be. Um, because, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm saying that from the point of view, folks, and I'm telling you that racism is not inherently a bad thing. That may be a controversial statement, but it's not. Racism is not inherently a bad thing. It's biologically an imperative that's boiled into our DNA that helps us survive in the wilderness. Okay? We learn how to discriminate mentally and physically from things because biologically that, that protects us. Okay? You understand? It's just in our nature to discriminate against something that we don't know very well or aren't comfortable with. It's how we prevented ourselves from eating poisonous plants or plants that may be poisonous in the wilderness a long time ago. The problem is it, along with so many other uh, evolutionary traits that we uh, have naturally, biologically, as human beings, are completely unnecessary. And, and there's so many things that we do now, even in 2017, that are representative of a time that long ago when we were still trying to find uh, grubs in the dirt. And it's just ridiculous that we don't uh, know that those are what, where, where it comes from, know that those are the origins, acknowledge it and get rid of them. Um, I try to do that as much as possible, uh, but that's where racism comes from, folks. That's where discrimination comes from. So it's not inherently bad. It's it's inherently uh, null. It's inherently not either one. Uh, but of course, we as human beings uh, take everything and and fuck it up. Uh, take everything and destroy it. Um, 
a great example of that is religion. Um, you know, we've completely destroyed that uh, and taken it away from its original intent. We've perverted religion. Christians have perverted religion. Um, so racism is not necessarily bad. It's just, you know, that's just the way things go. But inevitably, that will be the case with the Al Green speech. And because it's white people aren't comfortable with it. They're weird. They're afraid that when black people start talking, quote unquote, black and start acting, quote unquote, black and start throwing out the N word and, you know, saying things like, what's you talking about? that that's going to like, you know, they're all of a sudden in danger. They're going to be robbed or something. So I guarantee you, and they're going to say it's about speech, but it's not. It's about racism. So moving on. I think it's important that we take a look at this whole Donald Trump situation, the whole Donald Trump presidency, the whole Donald Trump as a person. And, and I think it's important that we take a look at this just from outside perspectives, because this is, I think, I think we should look at everything from outside perspectives, folks. I think too many times we get caught up in our own thoughts and feelings and our own worries and our own fears, and we start to ineloquently just say random shit, and uh, it's fucking dumb, because uh, most of us are fucking dumb. That's just the way it works. Not everybody can be smart. Not everybody can be uh, superior intellectually. If everybody did... That's it, you shouldn't be sad about that either, folks, because if everybody was superior, if everybody was intelligent, there would be no such thing as intelligent or superior. That would just be normal. So you see, it has to exist. Hierarchies have to exist. They're going to, regardless of whether you like it or not. That's why there is no such thing as equality, ladies and gentlemen. Quality also a myth welcome to assault and flattery um uh, i, I want to look at this from the outside because i i just i i it makes me so angry it makes me so upset and i have i have family members that are conservative they're very conservative i have family members that are very republican uh the majority of my family is very conservative and republican um, probably because they're very nice people and they're very Christian people, um, and very nice Christian people, um, overwhelmingly tend to be, uh, Republican and conservative. And this is, th that, this is a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode because that also completely mystifies me and is beyond me, uh, because it makes, absolutely no logical sense um as a matter of fact i would say the 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 political party that seems to best represent the behaviors and attitudes of jesus christ himself would be the democratic political party i i, I know it sounds crazy you mean saying that you care about people and want to take care of all people and help the poor and love everyone that just seems so unchristlike. am i right 
Oh, because, you know, Christ is about, Christ is not about love and kindness and being good to and helping people. He's not about that. Christ is, is about telling people to, to do it on their own and pull themselves up by, them boot, by their bootstraps. And, and, and Christ is about, um, you know, making the most profit off of things that you can. Uh, Christ is about capitalism. Christ wants you to be successful. That's the worst. Those are the worst Christians, ladies and gentlemen. The ones like uh, Joel Osteen, who is well-meaning. I'm not going to just, you know, say that he's uh, malicious. He's not. He's well-meaning. But that's the worst, ladies and gentlemen, is the Christians who tell you God wants you to be successful. God wants you to be financially successful. Because that's not true. You know why it's not true? Because Jesus doesn't give a shit about money. He did not give a shit about money at all. There's no part in the Bible at all where Jesus ever said money is important or significant or anything. He actually said the opposite. Yet some reason there's this whole Christian movement of prosperity and it's mind-blowing to me because that's complete. Completely the opposite. Jesus said, anyway, this is a different episode, folks. I'm sorry. I'm on going off track. Um, I just want to take a look at this from the outside because I think, and this is something I will, I will teach, I will gladly teach my children, try to instill in my offspring that, that when, you, when you guys want to know whether uh, something is bullshit or whether it's good, uh, there's a very simple way to find out, uh, and it's called just logically looking at it from from an outside perspective. It's pretty easy. Um, it's 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 pretty easy. It sounds a little more complicated than it is, I think, on paper. Um, and and it's kind of uh, difficult for human beings uh, 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 of of a uh, average level to do because you've got to take uh, all of your little feelings and you got to put them aside and it's funny because as i said like two podcasts ago uh the republicans used to gripe at the democrats constantly for their feelings for their feelings getting hurt and making fun of them for being so sensitive now the Republicans are the ones being super sensitive and having their feelings hurt. Um, but you got to look at it from the outside, folks, and you got to remove your feelings. You got to remove those feelings that you have about everything. Because here, here's another thing that's myth, a myth, folks. It's called feelings. Your your feelings, ninety nine percent of the time, don't mean shit. Your feelings, 99% of the time, in 2017, in the, our current level of existence as human beings, are worthless. They served some good, um, you know, back in the year zero, or, the, well, back in the year negative 2000, when we, uh, when we had to hunt and gather and find grubs and try and survive and not be eaten by a fucking tiger, that's when those feelings mattered. They no longer matter anymore, folks. So you have to look at it from this outside perspective. And so let me just let me just lay this out for you, folks. Let me just lay this out for you. Let's say you have a man, and this man uh, is, is not a very nice man. Uh, he's not a very polite man. Uh, he says whatever he wants. 
Uh, and as a matter of fact, it's not just that he's saying uh, strong opinions that uh, are truthful and honest, uh, like the way that perhaps I do things. That, that's not it. It's, he says mean things. He says awful things. Uh, he calls women fat and ugly um, and unattractive. He uh, uh, gets on to <laughs> beauty, conte beauty, contest beauty pageant contestants for weighing too much and lectures them and uh, says they're bad at their job. Uh, he is, uh, for all intents and purposes, a douchebag and an asshole. This is the person we're talking about. And he happens to be a businessman who happens to be very rich. Uh, and he makes a lot of money by being very shady in his business dealings. Um, now, now, I understand if there are any hardcore Trump supporters out there. Um, or even a little bit slight Trump supporters out there, they might be saying, well, now, Joel, that's not true. He's not shady. He's just, it just, that's just the way business works. Business does not work as shady, folks. That's not just how business works. You don't have to cheat and lie and steal to be successful in business. You just have to make a good product. The people that lie and cheat and steal are the ones who make a shitty product. Okay, folks? So this person uh, spends their entire business career making shitty products that are, don't fucking work that are, or, or, or straight up lies like Trump University. Um, uh, and, and then he decides to be president, this rude, arrogant asshole douchebag who has shady business dealings constantly, who cheats people out of money, business partners out of money, employees out of money. And he decides to run for president. He's a person who has business dealings all around the world, including Russia, confirmed, factual, he has business partners from Russia and he wants to run for president now just based off of those qualities um, is this person uh, eligible to be the leader of our country and the representative of our country to everywhere else in the world no no he doesn't um, should he be the leader of a business? Perhaps. Um, I, I would, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and fault you if you wanted to let him run your business. I, I, you know, maybe you want to make money. Maybe all that's on your mind is profit. That's fine. I'm not going to criticize you for that. I'm just telling you that that in no way qualifies any living human being to be president of our country. It's just, it shouldn't even be in the scope of possibility. A person who is just, for all intents and purposes, a terrible person uh, uh, should not be allowed to be president. I'm sorry. That's just, you're, you're disqualified. Because being president means that we need you to be a good person. Or at least a well-meaning person. Okay, you know, George Bush uh, Jr. was not that smart. He fumbled his speeches. He, he said stupid shit. 
you know, I mean, for Christ's sake, he did the whole, um, yeah, I think the war is a really big deal and a really big problem, and we need to uh, take care of it. Uh, now watch this putt. <laughs> I mean, he's the one who did that, and I voted for him, folks. But he was a well-meaning dunce, okay? He was a person who wanted good things, who genuinely wanted good things for America. And he, and he genuinely tried to be a good person. He had screwed up a lot in his life, and he genuinely tried to be a, a good person. That's fine. That's redeemable. That, that's, that's fine. He's got all kinds of people to help him. But Trump doesn't seem to give a shit about any of that. I just 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 look at it as a he's a person who does not care about what anyone says, who acts like a douchebag, who uh, is a shady businessman. Why? I mean, he's not even he's blatantly, obviously incapable of even being a human being. He's unqualified to even be. A decent human being. Why would you ever think that that should be president? And to the people, to the to the lesser of two evils, people, to the lesser of two evils, people. Um, I'm sorry because some of you are family members um, who have used this argument, but that. Uh, argument of the lesser of two evils of the he's better than Hillary Clinton um, the lesser of two evils um, I'm I'm sorry but that argument's stupid <laughs> I'm sorry but it doesn't it's invalid it's uh, stupid it, it, it doesn't mean a single damn thing I mean just think about what you're saying just before you get mad at me and angry just just think about what you just said you just acknowledged that there were two things, two entities, two human beings that were evil. And you just logically decided to vote for something that is evil, that is maybe just perhaps a little less evil than the other thing, which is also evil. Um, I've got an idea. Maybe think about this next time. If, if you're Christian, if you're so concerned about being Christian and about wanting someone godly and Christian in the White House, then how about you don't vote for something that's evil at all? How about evil not even be in your qualifications? Your argument is stupid and if you voted for him because you thought he was the lesser of two evils you're stupid how about you just don't vote for evil how about we don't have evil running our country and if you voted for Hillary Clinton on the flip side of that if you voted for Hillary Clinton because she was the lesser of two evils you're still voting for evil. How about you fucking stop it? How about you quit being so goddamn dumb? You call Republicans dumb. You call them stupid. But you're even fucking worse. 
because you're sitting there calling them stupid while you're doing something stupid. I'm sorry that I'm not kind about it, folks. I'm sorry that I'm not polite about it, but it just absolutely uh, infuriates me to no end that people could be this stupid. And, and, and you may be saying, okay, Joel, fine. Then what's the solution, Joel? What's the solution? We don't vote for anyone, Joel? Is that, the, is that the solution? Is that your grand fucking solution? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's exactly the solution. When, when, when your two choices are evil, you just don't vote. I don't know about you, but if somebody said, Joel, would you rather this child die or would you rather this child die? You pick which child has to die. I would say no. I'm not picking a child to die. I'm just, no, I'm not picking anything. I'm not participating in your sick little fucking game of killing children. I'm just not. Well, you say I can do whatever I want then? You can say, I'm just, I'm just going to kill both children then. Fine, but you're killing both children. Not me. You're killing both children. You're the fucking evildoer. Not me. You're committing the action of killing two children and your mind is the one that's sick and fucked up because you're deciding that you have to kill children not me i refuse to participate in that because i actually have good morals i actually have morals that are strong and i don't break them for you that's what you call actually having morals folks so don't come to me talking about how you wish you had a godly leader. And don't come to me about how you wish you had an intelligent leader who could just treat everyone equally. You're, neither one of you are going to get that if you don't stop being so stupid. Do you think if this whole entire country collectively got together and said, no, we're not going to pick the lesser of two evils this time. We're, go we're not going to pick evil at all. Give us better candidates. Do you really think the American government would tell you no? And to those out there who are patriotic, who think that voting is a mandatory thing, who think that it's part of being American, the right to vote is part of being American, it is. It is part of being American. The right to vote is what makes us American. It's what makes us, quote unquote, better than other countries. But it's just like freedom of speech. Okay? The same soldiers that apparently go over and fight for our right to vote are the same exact soldiers that go over and fight for our right not to vote vote that's the whole point don't you understand don't you get it you think the founding fathers were non-militant you think the founding fathers thought america was great and wonderful and perfect no the founding fathers started america because england was doing shady suspect shit and they wanted a country that wouldn't do shady suspect shit. But they knew that because it was a country of human beings, they would inevitably start trying to do some kind of shady shit. 
So they put things in place so that the citizens could constantly go, hey, that's fucking shady. Knock it off. That's what liberty is, folks. That's what being American is. It's standing up as the citizens of America and going, no, that's fucking bullshit. That's you trying to fucking be corrupt and run this country. Not going to fly. That's why we started this country. Fuck you. Restart the goddamn election. Give us better candidates. I want somebody that's not corrupt and not a fucking asshole. That's what America is. Do you, do you understand that? That's America. So if you want to be fucking patriotic, if you want to fight for your country, then call bullshit when you see bullshit. You don't have to vote. It just makes me so angry because people refuse to look at it from the outside. They refuse to be logical. They refuse to be intelligent and use this brain that we have that makes us superior to all other animals. Makes us far superior to all other animals. But the sad truth is, folks, that Donald Trump is never going to be out of the White House. We are stuck with that clown, that pathetic excuse for a human being, that, that entity that is just a bad person, let alone a bad president. We are stuck with him for four years, folks, and we're not going to be able to do anything about it. So you, you might want to get used to it. Okay? You might just want to settle in and strap in. Because uh, whoever's going to be president in 2020 is hopefully going to clean up the rubble. All right? That's the best we can hope for. And, and the reason why is because even if they got the votes to impeach Trump, which they probably will not, even if they got those votes, Trump will sit through the whole goddamn trial. <laughs> you think Donald Trump is going to fucking quit? You think Donald Trump is going to submit to you ever? He, he's, he's fucking Donald Trump. He'll never submit. He'll never give up. He's, he's one of those fucking crazy people that refuses to give up, which is normally an admirable quality in someone. But when they refuse to give up on, uh, on a hill, when they refuse to not die on a hill that is full, that is a hill of shit, <laughs> that is a hill of literal feces, and they don't realize it, they're a problem, okay? He's not going to you'd, you'd have to drag him out by his fucking heels. He's not going anywhere. He'd sit there in the impeachment trial and argue it himself. He'd get the greatest team of lawyers ever, and he'd fucking sit there and argue the fuck out of it until they'd drag it out for longer than his presidency would even last. That's who we're dealing with. We're dealing with a horribly immature, horribly vain, horribly childish person. He's not going to leave the White House. So, if you're 
a Democrat, if you're a liberal and you were getting perhaps excited about all of this and, and hoping that maybe you could, uh, you know, squeeze something good out of this, uh, guess what? Not going to happen. He's not leaving. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to uh, discuss is this whole uh, matter of why his supporters still support him because in spite of the fact that he has the lowest approval ratings of all time ever in the history of approval ratings um in 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 spite of the fact that he's the most unliked president ever in the history of america um his uh actual supporters still think what he's doing is fine. They still prove of it. And uh, when uh, confronted with the allegations uh, uh, of the whole Russian stuff, uh, they, they say, well, that's not provable. Nothing has been proven. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of true. Um, it's kind of true. But when it, it's, it's like the whole Bill Cosby thing, folks. Okay? If, if two women come out and accuse him, uh, maybe they're lying. Maybe they're not. If uh, five women come out and accuse him, they might not be lying, but they still probably could. I mean, they could still be money-hungry whores. We don't know. Um, but once 10 women come out, once 20 women come out, once 30 women come out, once uh, 50 women come out, once 70 women come out, because I think that's Bill Cosby's total, once over 70 women come out and say he drugged me and uh, played around with my vagina or raped me or whatever the fuck he did, um, <laughs> that's probably happened, folks. It, 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 it happened. Come on. Let's not be fucking morons, Okay. Um, you have an overwhelming amount of suspicious shit surrounding Trump in all aspects, in all aspects of his life, in all areas of who he is as a person. There's so much shady shit, suspicious shit, that I think it's safe to say that he's fucking shady. Okay? It's, it's safe to say that. And, and the sad thing is, I think if you asked Trump, he would do as usual. And he wouldn't even say, no, he wasn't shady. He would just say, why would you think I was shady? It's crazy that you would think I was shady. I can't believe you would think that. Who would think that? People would think that. Uh, I, I, I'm so, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm so opposite of, of what uh, the type of person would be that's shady. Just say you're not shady. If you're not shady, just say it. Just say you're not shady. You know, don't be a fucking idiot and go, oh, I'm, the, I'm the most opposite of shady. I'm the most unshady person that's ever super unshady. I'm really horribly unshady. Because, you know, when I was a five-year-old kid and I fucking did something wrong and my mom said, did you do something wrong? I'd go, no, no, I, I, I did the most opposite uh, of what's wrong. I did, like, so opposite of what's wrong, mom. I was, like, hugely uh, not wrong. I didn't do anything bad. I did something super uh not bad 
I mean, come on. Come on. But there is a reason why these people stick with him, folks. There is a reason. And that's what I want to address now. And I, I wish that these people who feel this way were listening. I wish that I could talk to these people because I would do it politely and kindly um, and explain this. But I don't think those people are listening to the show. Um, this is probably falling deaf on under fears, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because um, I, because because it's important to talk about because the people who don't support him uh, don't all fully understand why his supporters are either are still supporting him either. And 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 I I, I again I'm telling you it's 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 mind boggling. It's fucking ridiculous and confusing and frustrating and you know it makes you angry. But um, I'll I'll attempt to to explain it. When you live in the South, folks, and you, you live in a small town, um, <clears throat> you're most likely a person who originates um, from uh, the Celtic countries of the world, like Ireland and Scotland. And in Ireland and Scotland, long ago, before they were here, they were, they were very tribal-like societies, tribal-like cultures. Um, what some people would call backwards, okay? Um, they were what some people would call primitive because in England they were very uh, advanced. In Europe they were a little, they were a lot more advanced. Uh, they had gotten used to it, and it wasn't so much that the Celtic people, people, the uh, American Indian people, the um, native inhabitants of South America and places like that, and uh, you know, the Pacific Islanders, it wasn't that they were dumb, um, you know, a lot of them probably were uh, not super intelligent or of average intelligence, uh, but it's just that, it, you know, you didn't need a lot of intelligence, okay, because you're operating on a level of existence that is pure um, survival, that is pure hunter-gatherer, that is pure uh, instinctual, natural, biological uh, inclinations. So you, 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 don't, you, you don't need a high level of intelligence. You just don't, okay? And especially the people of the Celtic regions, folks, they were um, used to England picking on them and bullying them and being shitty to them all the time, uh, trying to change them, trying to make them do things that they didn't want to do. And uh, when America started, they thought of it as a great thing, this wonderful thing where you can go and just be free. You can be whoever you want, and the government doesn't tell you what to do. Uh, and by the government, they, they are, of course, are referring to England, the English government, who's very proper and very stern and, and, and all this stuff. They just wanted to be free, folks. So then they came over here, and they immediately moved to the parts of the country that better facilitated what they were used to, uh, which is, you know, the, uh, the Scottish hills and the Scottish valleys and all of those places. And so they moved to the south, uh, places like Kentucky, places like uh, Tennessee and, and the Carolinas and Virginia, where everything is mountainous and there's valleys and lots of green stuff and... And um, 
that's where they lived. And so the South began to represent this whole mentality of, of not wanting the big bully brother to pick on them or tell them what to do. They just wanted to be free. And they weren't super intelligent people, so they couldn't figure out how to put this into elegant, eloquent words that could properly explain, look, we, we just we just like living the way that we live and we know that it's we know that it's different and we know that it's uh, not as modern as what you want, but we're fine with that. We we're happy like this. We don't need a lot of things and we just want to be left alone. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. But they couldn't figure out how to put that into terms that were worded well enough that the the English people, the Europeans that came over here could understand and go, oh, okay, fine, whatever. Well, that's what you want to do. That's what America's about. Um, so this is a people who came from that. And that that kind of took over and became the Southern way of life, the Southern way of thinking. And, and I grew up and live in Oklahoma, which is not really the South um, at all. Uh, it's, it's actually the Midwest. But um, people from here I consider themselves the South, and they drive around with rebel flags on the back windows of their trucks and bullshit like that. Um, and uh, it's dumb, but uh, I don't know why you'd want to be that. But um, anyway, that's a whole uh, another topic. But Oklahoma like, fancies themselves as the South. And so they have that general mentality as well, that general way of thinking. And so does Texas because they actually are the South. Um, but... Uh, They've been, the South has embraced this way of life, this way of living, this way of simplicity and enjoying the simple things in life, and that's fine. Um, they have taken that hating England telling them what to do, and that has become the American government. They don't want the American government telling them what to do, which, again, is fine. Um, I don't necessarily want the American government, the, the government of the place I'm living, telling me what I have to do and not do either. But there is a difference between what the American government has as laws and what, say, a king of England tells you you have to do. What, say, a communist dictator tells you you have to do. Uh, what a Marxist society might tell you that you have to do. Um, there's a big difference. As much as you don't like, as much as anyone doesn't like the rules that the American government comes up with, we are free to go as we please in this country and do pretty much whatever we want. I mean, they're, they're, we have to deal with discrimination. We have to deal with things like that. But you could still do whatever you want, basically. I mean, I mean, if you wanted to just go on a killing spree and kill a bunch of people, you, you could do that. That's not off limits. I mean, it's against the law, but you could still do it. You're free. Um, so they have this idea that the government is lying to them, that the government is trying to pick on them, that the government is trying to do things to them. 
Um, and, you know, the government does lie. Government lies about shit all the time. The government is, is corrupt. Um, that's, that's how all governments work that have ever existed because they're run by people. And as we've previously discussed, people fuck up everything. People ruin everything. Um, it's in their nature. They're destructive and petty and ridiculous by nature. That's just what human beings, it's what we do. Um, so, of course, government becomes corrupt. Of course, government lies to get their agenda through. That's just, that's just the way it works. But the people from the South take this to a level of they think that they're not free and they think that the government has a giant uh, I don't want to say it but conspiracy against them and uh, that is reflected in all of their, their, their beliefs and when that is your basis and you're looking at Hillary Clinton um, who is quite possibly uh, the most corrupt uh, and ridiculous politician that's ever existed. Um, and you see a guy who's uh, rude and arrogant, but uh, on the surface appears like a hell of a businessman and uh, is entertaining. Um, that's a lot better choice to you. Um, and when, you know, he promises to come in and wipe out uh, all of the corruptness to drain the swamp, which was his big term. Um, which, by the way, he he's just doing that because it's a sales technique. That's a sales tactic. You want everybody. You want to get the majority of the votes when you're running for president. And the way to get the majority of the votes is to get... Um, to appeal to all of the regular average intelligence and below intelligence, normal people, um, to get across to them ideals that they do. It's called manipulation, um, to, to make them feel like you're like them, even though Donald Trump is not anything like a, a Southern person. Um, in reality, I would venture to guess that he's not even racist. I, I don't think he's racist. I don't think he's sexist. I think he promotes that he he acts like he is all of those things purposely because uh, he wants votes. But uh, when you are from the South, you can't help but to have that ingrained into your mind and into your existence. And that's what you want out of life. So when somebody comes along and acts like they're a rebel and a renegade, you got to remember that this is we're talking about a part of the country that got so mad at the American government in the beginnings of America that they tried to break apart from that country and be their own country within that country. I I mean, yes, that's fucking ignorant and silly why wouldn't you just move to a different country but but we, again we're dealing with people that are uh of average standard intelligence and southern people don't 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 try to act like you're offended by that don't try to act like you're fucking upset by that because we're because i'm insinuating that you're dumb i'm not insinuating that you're dumb i'm stating that you're just a normal regular person and there's nothing wrong with that unfortunately 
a downside of that is that uh, it's hard for you to put words together and come up with things that are logical and make sense in your mind. And that it's not because you don't need that to exist. Uh, to be honest, folks, you don't need to be smart to live. It's not, you just don't. Okay? I mean, animals live all the time and they have no consciousness. Okay? Animals, and. and Animals. Animals live around us at all times, and, and they have no consciousness. Okay? It's not... It, you don't have to be smart to live. That's just... So, don't be insulted, people from the South. Don't, don't, don't be insulted. Um, when you have that mentality, Donald Trump seems like a dream. He seems like a... And, and, and when accusations are hurled at him... See, his strategy, that's why his strategy is so perfect. That's why uh, the, the, this, this strategy Donald Trump has rolled out uh, is, is so perfect. Uh, that's why he's such a good salesman, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he knows how to manipulate things perfectly. And that's why this is perfect, because it means that every accusation that could be, ever be hurled against him is probably something from the government that they're trying to get me out of the White House and stop me because they're all corrupt. See how perfect that is? Do you see how perfect that is, folks? Do you see how that strategy is just absolutely perfect? <laughs> he's, he's, he's worked it. He, he's promoted himself as this outsider, this guy who is against the grain, this wants to take out the corrupt politicians of the world. Clean up the swamp, ladies and gentlemen. And therefore, every accusation that's ever hurled against him from here to eternity is probably from that corrupt government trying to take me out of office and stop me from draining that swamp. How dare they? The strategy's perfect, folks. It's flawless. Um... So these people that think that, of course, they're not going to believe it. Of course. Of course they're going to defend it. It just falls in line with them. Now, you know, at some point, you have to, you have to reassess the, what you believe and what you think. Um, and go, I think I might be wrong about this. I mean, that would be the intelligent thing to do. That would be uh, the best thing to do um these people are not going to do that though because they've lived uh that existence for 150 years 200 years you know they're they're that that's not going to, if, if they've managed to persist in that line of of uh logic and existence for for 150 200 years it's not going to change now they're not going to rethink that now, folks. They're just not. It's not going to happen. So there, there is not a point when they can step back and go, maybe I should rethink this because, I, I mean, it seems like a lot of people don't like him. I mean, supposedly he has the lowest approval rating ever. And, and they're saying... They're saying that it is a fact that he has ties to his Russian investors in his business. They're saying that's a fact. I, I mean, maybe I should look it up and see if that's 
a fact because i mean if it's a fact um you know he's bad uh he's working with communists i but the reason they can't do that, folks, is because these are people that um, believe in God. And these are people that are primarily Christian who are taught from the time they're born that you don't question God because he's God. You, you don't doubt God's existence because doubting God's existence would be, it would be sinful. It's bad. You just take what the Lord says and take it as truth, all right? Because he's the Lord. And although, yes, if, if, if God existed, then no, you wouldn't argue with God. It would be stupid. It would be pointless because he's God. He's going to know more than you. You're never going to understand what he uh, how he thinks. You're never going to be that uh, intelligent. So you might as well just stop it. And that, that is true. That, that, that is true. Um, but human beings are not that. And the earth um, is not that. And uh, everything that we have to deal with in our daily lives is not that. Uh, so it is okay to question human beings. It is okay to question things of this earth and on this earth. Uh, <laughs> they're not. They're not God. They're not a God. They're not. Uh, no human being is incapable of doing something wrong. I mean, I think Bill Clinton, I mean, not Bill Clinton, but Bill Cosby is the, the biggest example of that. We mentioned him earlier. He was a cherished, beloved man. Uh, turns out he loved to drug women and uh, fuck their uh, unconscious body. You know, um, <coughs> these Trump supporters are never going to not think that way. They're never going to do that. It's just not how they function. It's not how they work. And um, I talked about this with my, my uh, cousin Hannah recently. So if she did, in fact, find my podcast and is listening, hey, hi, hi, Hannah Banana. Um, uh, we talked about this. It's this, uh, this whole idea of, of, you know, when you believe something, when you have a way of thinking and something comes in the conflict with that, your mind, uh, your brain to protect itself and to protect you um, just doesn't allow you to believe it. It just it doesn't allow it. It's called cognitive dissonance when that happens and when when you're out in public or you're out somewhere and you hear someone say, and you're a, and you're a liberal, and you hear someone say something racist. You're like, oh, uh, 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 that whole uncomfortable feeling. That's where you're like, oh, uh, you know, like uh, 
you're a, you're you're a liberal, big time liberal. You're sitting out in public, and somebody throws out the N word, and you look over real quick. Ah, uh, huh, N word, and they're not and they're not black. Ooh, that's uncomfortable. This is not. That's called cognitive dissonance. It's because uh, something you believe in is uh, being conflicted. Um, and as I was telling her, it, this is why you're never going to get those people from the South, the people who are his supporters. This is why you're never going to get them to understand or believe. It's just never going to happen. And this is why. Because uh, if you were to take a person past the level of cognitive dissonance and uh, you could physically show them like a, say they didn't believe aliens exist if you physically took them on a spaceship to another planet and showed them an alien and the alien spoke to them and said hey i'm an alien what's up their their brain uh would be so cognitively dissonant it would be in such a hyper state of cognitive dissonance that it would glitch like a computer and shut off and when they came back to consciousness, they would not be able to uh, accurately decipher their reality. You would have to gradually coax their mind back into normal reality so that they could actually function as a human being. And if you took it too far, they might not ever be able to function again. This is why um, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's bizarre to think that you could actually shut down a human being uh, mechanically, but, you, but that, that's how it would happen. But it takes a lot to get to that. It takes a lot to get to that. Um, and it can cause a lot of damage mentally to someone uh, if you do get to. So that's why it's never gonna, you're never going to get those believers to believe that. And that's why... As angry as it makes me, as upset and as horrifyingly uh, violent as I want to be about it, because it's so ridiculous, it's so obvious, I, I have to, you know, I have to let it go because it's, it's just not, it, <laughs> the whole cognitive dissonance thing is why I think when you give somebody, you give some people uh, shrooms or, or acid and they, they lose it. They go crazy. And we hear things about that. And that's always the warning on shrooms or acid is, you know, uh, people go crazy, man. But I think that's why some people go crazy. Why some people respond the way that they do to things like that, because their mind can't physically process all of the things that are happening. And it's not because the, the shrooms or the acid just makes you see such crazy, uh, nonsensical shit. It's because when you are on shrooms or acid, your your level of uh, mental awareness actually becomes so large that your brain can't process all of the information it's intaking. Um which goes back again to something we discussed a couple of podcasts ago of, of, of how reality, it does not exist. Reality is an illusion, okay? Your vision is an illusion. Your, your eyes don't see anything. Color does not actually exist. There's only three 
real colors and even those colors are simply reflections your your brain just processes things and the only reason we know what things are and name things are because if we didn't that cognitive dissonance thing would happen and we'd be staring at a chair for four days going what the fuck is this i don't know what to do with it i'm guy i i just i can't i don't know what to do I don't know what to do. There's a fucking chair right there. I don't know what that is. I, don't, I can't, I, I can't fucking, I can't do anything until I know what that chair is. I, I just, I, 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 I don't know what's going on. That's what we, that's, that's what would happen, folks. If we didn't go, oh, well, that, that's, that's a chair. Oh, oh, it's a, oh, okay. It's, it's a chair. What is, what is it? Wait a minute, what is a chair? I don't... Wait a minute, what is a chair? Well, it's a thing that you sit on. Oh! Oh. Oh, you sit on it. It's not dangerous or anything? It's not... No, no, it's not dangerous. You just sit on it. Is it poisonous? Are chairs poisonous? No, it's just... You just sit on it. Oh. Oh, well, I guess I'll... I guess I'll sit on it. Oh wow, this is comfortable. This is this is actually very comfortable. And yeah, some chairs are more comfortable than others. Oh. That's that's cool. Yeah, and and all ch chairs look differently. Some chairs are, you know, big and, you know, have a lot of cushion and, you know, some chairs are Wait, wait a minute. What's a cushion? What is a fucking cushion? What is that? Is that dangerous? No, no, it's just a it's like a, a fluffy thing what's fluffy i mean that's this is <laughs> you know th this is what being human is folks it's being a fucking baby in the wilderness okay that's what existence is and this is this is why <laughs> you can't explain why donald trump is bad to people that think he's good it's never gonna happen because if you did they'd be a fucking baby wandering around in the wilderness again Going, I don't know what that is, and I don't know what that is, and that's, I, I, that's gonna attack me. Oh my god, it's gonna attack me. Get it away from me. Oh my god. And you're like, it's a door. Chill out. It's, it's a door. You just open it and you go into the other room. Oh, well, I'm not, I don't know though. It looks kind of, I don't, that's what would happen, folks. That's what we are. We're, that's how weak we are. That's how feeble we are. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> uh, welcome to Assault and Flattery. I'm your host, Joel Dameron. Um, <laughs> apparently, and, uh, it's been confirmed that, uh, in 2020, The Rock is thinking about running for president of the Republican Party. Uh, The Rock, ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We may have the People's White House in 2020. We, listen, if we have problems with North Korea in 2020, we'll just have send The Rock over there and uh, have him lay the smack down on old Kim Jong-un. Slay the smack down. He'll do the people's elbow to Kim Jong-un, and Kim Jong-un will be like, I submit, I submit. Uh... Maybe he could rock bottom Libya. It would be it'd be pretty cool. Uh, no, I think, folks, if uh, The Rock ran in 2020, I think, he, I think he may win 
Um, they've done some uh, uh, statistics about it. Uh, apparently, he he would have the vote for a lot of Republicans as well as Democrats. Uh, he, he, that the whole entire youth market, the millennials, would vote for the Rock. Uh, Generation X would vote for Rock. Um, <laughs> uh, there's even people now that are Republicans that voted for Trump that'd be willing to vote for The Rock. And he p- might win over The Rock if he ran, I mean, over Donald Trump if he ran against Trump in 2020. Uh, I, I, honestly, folks, uh, I might vote for The Rock. I, th- I think I, I think I would vote for The Rock. Um, there would have to be a really good candidate running on the Democratic side for me to not vote for The Rock. Um, I, I think I would vote for The Rock. Um, and I think The Rock uh, might be... I mean, why would I not vote for The Rock? Okay, we're talking about the first indigenous uh, president of the United States of America. I, I mean, America has been a country for what? Se- since 1776. That's 230, 50 years. 250 years as of uh, 2016, right? I don't know. Maybe my math is off. Uh, but we've had a country for over 200 years, folks. Uh, and we have never had a president of our country who is an actual American. Oh, that one hurt, didn't it, folks? You like that one, white people? You like that, basically? Anyone who's listening to this that isn't a minority? You like that? That feel good? Yeah, well, suck it. All right, go fuck yourself on that one. We've had this country for 250 years, and we've never had a president who's actually originally American. <laughs> oh, talk about doomed to fail. Jesus Christ. Um, the Rock is Samoan. I mean, he's, he's you know, come on. That's That's, you know... Samoa is part of America, right? I mean, I mean, he was born in what Florida, right? I mean, he was, he was born in Miami, wasn't he? Florida, somewhere. I don't know, but uh, I, I, I think it would be great to have an. Indi- I, I would love to have an indigenous person in the White House. The only way it could be better is if he was actually Native American, because then we'd literally have an American in the White House. But. But uh, I think I would probably vote for The Rock. The thing is, though, folks, and then, and then, by the way, Booker T is <laughs> running for mayor of Houston or governor of Houston or wait, mayor of Houston. Uh, I mean, uh, we could have The Rock and Booker T. <laughs> turn, it, turn it into a, a kayfabe political landscape because, you know, politics isn't already kayfabe. Um, uh, the thing about The Rock being president, folks, uh, like I said, I would probably vote for The Rock just because I think he would actually be a good leader. When you talk about all of the fucking qual- I know it's funny because he's a wrestler. I know it's funny because he's an actor. I know it's funny because he's an entertainer. But, uh, you know, what do you think Donald Trump is? He's a fucking entertainer. He was a TV show personality. He runs beauty pageants. 
He's a fucking lower level celebrity than The Rock. So fuck off. Anyway, when you talk about all the things you could possibly want out of a leader, uh, I, I would let The Rock fucking lead an army, for God's sakes. Look at that man. He is a beautiful Samoan warrior. Let's just be honest here, folks. Um, never have we had a president that sexy either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the people's POTUS. Anyway, uh... I would probably vote for The Rock just because I think he's actually legitimately um, a great human being and uh, um, a wonderful man. He's very kind. Uh, he is a hell of a leader. I mean, he's just got that in him. Um, it would be good. I don't know what his political views are yet. We'd have to get into that, obviously. Um, but I'm not a person who, uh, you know, fucking bitches and moans over political views uh, I think the qualifications for president are pretty clear and I think that Dwayne Johnson uh, you know perhaps has all of those from what I know of him as a person uh, he's certainly a hell of a human being our current president isn't anywhere near that um, <clears throat> but the problem with the rock being president folks uh, is that it could inevitably lead to the great downfall um, of our country, the plummet. It could be the begin of the plummet, uh, the the verge of triviality. Okay, um, it could make our political system and landscape to be completely trivial, and uh, you know, it's not the it wouldn't be the Rock's fault, and he's legitimately. Um, a good person and it would be a good leader but the rest of the celebrity world the, is not okay um and if this country turned into a country where celebrities are now president um i mean that would be the downfall of our country i mean i think our country would completely turn into being ran by the government and ran from behind the scenes um i think it's a bad move and a bad idea uh, and The Rock becoming president as much as I, as much as I like him, and as much as he might actually do a good job, would inevitably I think lead to the downfall, our great downfall, the the, the our the thing that turned us into an actual idiocracy. That would be it, and um, it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. It's the truth, folks, um, and that's what I do here. Okay, I'm just trying to bring you the truth so mark my words mark it down now i'm calling it that's if the rock becomes president we after he's in there for eight years because he'll fucking do eight years i'm telling you right now but after if he wins after that we become the country that is celebrities running our country um uh, George Clooney. I mean, can you imagine George Clooney running for president? Do you think that George Clooney isn't going to win the presidency? Are you fucking kidding me? That man could fucking... Are you, the speeches George Clooney could deliver, the fiery old-school politician, he, he could sit there and fake it like Trump does, and they'd eat it up. Are you kidding me?
I like The Rock, but it's going to be the downfall of our country if he wins, folks. Um, <clears throat> sad news today, and I just found this out when I woke up earlier. Uh, Chris Cornell uh, is dead. The uh, he used to be, well, he is, the, it was the lead singer of Soundgarden. Uh, played a show with Soundgarden in Detroit and then was found dead the, the next morning, which was this morning, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> lead singer of Soundgarden, lead singer of Audio Slave, lead singer of Temple of the Dog, and he, he also did a, a bunch of uh, solo stuff as well. Um, certainly, Chris Cornell uh, is in uh, is on the Mount Rushmore of of rock singers. Uh, I I think that he might be one of the top three male singers of all time. One of the top five voices of all time, probably. I I um, I mean just. I loved Chris Cornell. I loved Soundgarden. I'm a huge Soundgarden fan. I loved Audio Slave, uh, especially their first album. The second, third albums I didn't like nearly as much, but I loved that first album a lot. It was uh, glorious. Um, and uh, Temple of the Dog was awesome as well. I mean, he's, you know, I mean, he's got a four octave vocal range for God's sakes, and I knew that before he died. Even though it said it in all the articles I read today, folks, I'm a, I'm a legitimate Chris Cornell fan. So I knew about his four octave range, his super lows and his super highs before I read the Yahoo articles. All right, so why don't you fucking fuck off? Um, it's it's sad. It's very sad, and um, I think they confirmed that it was a suicide, which is even more sad. Uh, I think it's tragic. And it sucks. He was in, in his fifties. Uh, I I I for the music world, I would put this up there with with uh, Robin Williams. I really would. I'm not afraid to say that. I I mean he uh, Soundgarden is one of the original grunge bands. Like we're talking pre Nirvana. We're talking before Pearl Jam. Like this this is like. Soundgarden was the band that Pearl Jam and Nirvana looked up to and respected. Like, uh, Soundgarden from Seattle uh, started the grunge scene, is one of the, uh, you know, the Mount Rushmore of grunge, the, the right in the center. Um, there, uh, Soundgarden, I think, and Soundgarden's super unknown album. Um, my is definitely one of my favorite albums of all time. I'm trying to think if it would be in the top ten. I don't know if it would be, because um, there's there's a shitload of Beatles albums that would be in my top ten. But Super Unknown uh, is definitely one of my favorite albums of all time. And um, if you don't know who Chris Cornell is, um. Uh, didn't get to experience grunge. Uh, I would say check out the Super Unknown album. It's 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 fantastic. Um, I mean, it's loaded with with good shit. Uh, Chris Cornell uh, is a legend, and uh, this is it's very sad. Uh, I loved Chris Cornell. 
Um, I think the only singer that I would put above him rock-wise, well, I mean, period, singer, period, that I might put above him is probably Mike Patton from Faith No More and Mr. Bungle and all that. Uh, Mike Patton uh, is uh, tremendous. Um, and then maybe Freddie Mercury I, from Queen. I, I mean... If I made a list of greatest singers, uh, I would just Chris would be on there. Chris Cornell would be on there, and Freddie and Mike Patton, and I don't even know who else would be on there. Um, they would be the first people right off the bat. Um, I was very sad when Scott Weiland died not too long ago, and uh, Chris Cornell is another one. That's just it's it sucks. Um, so uh, my condolences to his family. I doubt they're listening to this fucking podcast, but uh, my condolences to his family and uh, prayers go out. Um, it sucks. Chris Cornell is awesome. Legendary. Love him. Uh, so RIP Chris Cornell on that one. Um and then the last thing is today, folks, May 18th. I don't know when you're listening to this, but today, May 18th, is my son Sullivan's birthday. Sully would have been seven today, uh, which is crazy to me that he would have been seven and probably starting third grade. Um, usually people start first grade at six. But I started first grade at five. Those who are uh, capable, we'll say, will start uh, first grade at five. I started it at five. Um, I think Sully would have probably started at five. So he probably would have been in third grade, going into third grade this next school year in August. Um, seven. He would have been seven. I, I would have, I, I would have a seven-year-old child right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's crazy to me. Um, I, I miss him, uh, a lot. Uh, I think about him every day. He was, uh, he was awesome as a kid, very well behaved, very chill, uh, very mellow, um, lots of, lots of fun. And, um, uh, it's sad. It sucks. Um, but I miss you, son. And I love you. And, uh, you know, I hope I get to see you again one day. So uh, I think my family would probably say that Sully is chilling right now with my mom and my grandpa. And they're probably having birthday cake or, or, or something like that, you know. Um, but... So happy birthday to Sully. Happy birthday to the penguin. That's what we always call him. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that, that ends my podcast. Happy birthday, son. Well, uh, but uh, I'll catch you guys later. Um, uh, we'll talk soon. Uh, until that time, just uh, settle in and know that Trump is going to stay where he is and he's not going to go anywhere and uh, you're not going to be able to convince the people who 
voted for him that uh, he's not bad. It's not going to happen. Um, get used to it. I, I think that's why it's important for people on the left as well as the right to realize that you can't demand that the other side feel the same way you do. And you can't demand that they believe the same way you do. And this is very important, folks. So if you carry anything from this podcast, carry this. We live in a country where we have the freedom to believe whatever we want. Okay? It's one of the great things about what our country is. So if you want to keep it that way, it unfortunately means... You have to let your neighbor believe whatever they want to believe. And you can't make them believe what you do. You can't make them believe a standard set of ideas. Okay? If your neighbor wants to believe that uh, he has a pet dragon, uh, then that's... You have to let him believe that. Sorry. Um, and uh, Republicans, Christians, if you want, if you expect to for it to be okay that you believe in God, that you believe that gay people shouldn't be married, that gay people are sinners, then you have to be okay with the fact that gay people do believe that they're not sinners and that they can be married. And you know what, gays, uh, liberals, Democrats, you gotta let the Republicans believe what they believe. You just, you just do. I mean, you, you can't make them believe what you believe. Okay, we can have laws that uh, benefit everyone are okay for everyone but at the end of the day you can't make someone else believe what you want to believe you just gotta let it go so if you want to be as free as you want to be then you've got to let others be as free as they want to be as well I don't know. Maybe you already knew that. Anyway, um, I'll see you guys later. This song, Adios. Letter to my fans. Electric Candy, in association with Channel 4.5 Productions, presents Assault and Flattery with Joel Dameron. Dear hipster glasses, I see all the... <laughs>